Hello and welcome to the safe space. There is a lot we need to talk about and there's a lot we need to catch up on. So I think for purposes of efficiency and, and to not get distracted, because there really is a lot to talk about. Um, I was away yesterday. Um, my mom has fallen sick once again, so your uh, best wishes and prayers would be much appreciated. Um, but yeah, one day, uh, Miss 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 one day of the show and and all of a sudden there's a lot to talk about a lot of upsets a lot of uh really good matches or really bad matches um depending on how you look at it um but also some instant classics uh, another uh andy murray classic a lot of um a lot of the seeds are out and and as i was saying just a few moments ago for the for the sake of efficiency i think the best thing to do is to just uh look at it in order instead of just re uh, starting off with like the sort of like the the headliners or like the like the main events almost uh, I think then we can be very scattered and actually there are some men's matches that I would like to discuss and talk about from round two uh, I realized I was away for the entire round two and that is a lot of matches if you look at both the, the men and the women um, so we're gonna do that we're gonna look at that in order not all of the men's, but we'll look at all of the women's matches for round two. And we will look at uh, some of the more significant men's matches from round two. And then we'll look at um, the draws and uh, the round three matchups, which half of them, uh, the top half of the draw, start tomorrow or tonight. Okay, so let's get to it. Uh, one last thing I am uh, like at the like this cold that I got my my throat and my voice. I'm. I think today is like, hopefully, fingers crossed, gonna be the last day where I'm a bit under the weather, and I'm uh, hopefully tomorrow I'll be good. But thank you for asking. I'm I'm doing great. Thanks. Okay, let's go. One final note, of course, uh, before we, you know, truly and and finally get into it. Um, I could also spend some time talking about how we are, uh, you know, because uh, of course uh, last time. Uh, Last time uh, I went online and, and, and made this show, I was talking about uh, the probability and, and, and just how unlikely it is to be this unlucky. And uh, what I could what I could do here today is talk about how we um, are still just as unlucky, even more. I'm not going to do any math today, okay? Uh, which is, I'm sure is, is, is good news for you guys. There's no math today. No probability exercises. Uh, and I'm not going to talk about how, you know, players like uh, some of our bets like Schneider from a setup uh, lost, uh, Bronzetti, you know, I, I'm not going to do any of that shit here today, okay? Uh, Mukova, for example, because I'm, I'm not going to sit here and list every single match we lost from a setup because why cultivate Bigo? I'm not going to do that, okay? And also, I'm not going to highlight just how uh, just how unlikely it is for us to even sniff a win from a set down. And I'm sure there are a lot of examples, you know, such as uh, Putin Seva, you know, which is uh, just one of many. Jabor, you thought we were going to get so something going there in three sets. That's hilarious. You know, I, I could do that. I could sit here and talk about every single match that didn't go our way, but... I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that? Okay, I'm not going to talk about how we just lose matches and, and straights. We're not going to do that. Okay, so let's actually get into it now for real. 
Okay, so yesterday, not like, yeah, not yesterday as in like Thursday, but Wednesday yesterday, um, Wednesday morning in Aussie, the beginning of round two, where actually there were still some round one matches from the bottom half of the draw to be played. Um, wow, that was a while ago. There has been really been a lot of tennis these these first four days. Tomorrow's day five. So this is day three, like what I'm what I'm gonna quickly recap. Now the top half of the draw, second round matches. First up was Schneider. She honestly was giving Maria Sakari the work. Uh, she took the first set 6-3, and Maria Sakari honestly was being outplayed. Diana Schneider was on fire, hitting so big, so powerful with purpose. You know, Sakari herself claimed, and a lot of the commentators that claimed that, oh, this girl's playing so freely, she has nothing to lose, no pressure, no expectation. Uh, Zachary, uh, my love, like, <laughs> forgive me, but there are no expectations, uh, for you, so I don't know where this pressure is coming from, like, I'm, I'm not gonna say literally no one thinks you're gonna win or you're a contender, um, I'm gonna rephrase that slightly and say no reasonable sane person thinks you're a contender and, and has any, uh, positive expectations for you, so I, I, I don't, I don't know how you could make such a claim. But anyway, Sakari came back to win, uh, which is okay. Got uh, broken for the second set when she was serving for the second set, I mean. Um, Schneider brought it to 5-5 five, five and then lost 7-5, uh, 6-3, it's okay. Uh, Iga Świątek against uh, Maria Camilo Osorio Serrano. 6-2, uh, 6-3. I mean, that's just a mismatch, really, in terms of quality and in terms of just overall power and, like, what... You know, for a hardcore match, like, this is, uh, yeah, it's a mismatch. Unfortunately, Osorio, too little. But she's feisty, she's tough, she she chases a lot of balls. Um, but yeah, again, not the not the best Iga performance. Can I say something about Iga? I made a very good tweet uh, a day or two ago. I said something like, this is so crazy, people still think it's 2022 and Iga's... A good player or the best player in the world rather that's probably what i should have said but i didn't say that um, but no uh <coughs> excuse me people really think uh it's like last year and iga is the best player in the world i'm sorry that's just not true what am i basing that on just look at her matches so far this year yeah not mm, not the best not the best of um performances surely the results are good she's only lost once and yeah she's through to the third round of the Aussie Open but you know if we're talking about the best player in the world at the moment it's not just the results like whether you win you or lose it's it's how you look when you win or lose or how you do really which is the performance and honestly it's not 2022 and honestly Igor Shontek is not the best player in the world Excuse me, Jesse Pagula 6-2, 7-6 over Sasnovich. Uh, this is a match Jesse Pagula could have and should have won 6-1, six, six, like 6-3, six, or like 6-love, six, 6-3, six, or, or like 6-love, six, 6-2, something like that. Uh, but instead she won 6-2, six, 7-6, six, and that uh, spoiled our under. Okay, and that's okay. Uh, but Pagula, once again, beating players, winning matches that she should beating players that she should be beating and slowly getting it going 
beat Iga at the United Cup. Mm -hmm. One of one of the players that are in the mix if we if we made a top five. I'm not gonna fill out the whole top five for you now. I'll do it as we go. Uh, but Pagula is is most certainly in that top five of uh, you can call it contenders. And since this is like really the only tournament of the year, we can sort of do power rankings and say like, yeah, she's currently in the top five best players at the moment in the world. I'll tell you who's not though. Uh, Petra Kvitova lost to straights. To the undisputed greatest player in the world, Annalina Kalanina. Now, I obviously say this as a joke all the time, but if you see her play and some of these results and performances from Kalanina, it really is quite disgusting and off-putting, but... Yeah. She somehow carries herself and plays like she really truly is the best player ever. Not just in the world, like or like, best player now. You know, best player ever, like, on her goat shit. Annalina Kalanino. Straight sets win against Kvitova? I mean, fuck. 7 5, excuse me, 7 5, 6 4. Uh, Bigu lost the first set to Ellie Mandlik. Lucky loser Ellie Mandlik, but came back to win 7 6, 6 2. Bronzetti from 6 2 up against washed up Loris Siegmund. 6-2 up, she lost uh, the rest of the way, 6-4, 6-3, great stuff. Uh, if you recall, Anna Bondar Ostapenko, I was torn between the over or Bondar first set money line. Uh, obviously, I didn't back away from the over, because I think that Bondar was going to win in straight, so I only bet the first set. Um, but the value there was incredible, I think it was like plus 250 for Bondar first set. And the over was, you know, obviously, it's like a minus 110, minus 120 line, or whatever. Uh, so I was feeling lucky, right? Uh, and of course, because I'm the luckiest, I, like, I have so much luck and good fortune. Uh, what happened there is that the match did go over. Um, and Bondar didn't win the first set, but she won the second set. And and, uh, and this match went way over, despite uh, a third set bagel. Ostapenko won 7-6. 5-7. And six love, Anna Bonder in the first set. Just I'm, I'm not gonna you know highlight all of the things that went wrong for us, but in the first set she did lead five three. She did serve for the set, got broken to love. Um, you know it's just uh, it's okay. Bianca Andriescu six two up against the devil. Now I say a lot of things like I call players devils. I call player the undisputed best player in the world, like Elena Kalanina. Um. I feel like most of these at the moment are spot on. Christina Buxa really is the, the devil. She loses a first set, 6-2 against Andrisco, and then... BAM! Transforms. To someone whose... Soul and heart and mind is possessed by the devil. And her body and her, and her limbs and her racket possessed by Maria Sharapova. Andrisco had a set point in the second set tiebreak, 6-5, lost the tiebreak, 7-9, uh, decider, 6-4. Uh, tough one. So, so far on our list of uh, upsets, or 
Call it what you want, but you know, top players that are out so far, Kvitsova and Drisku. Krejikova 6-4-6-1 over Clara Burel. Clara Burel just too small, unfortunately, too small. Uh, but good uh, good little run for Clara Burel. She won she came through qualies and won her first round match. Uh, that's a four match win streak. She's probably not gonna do that again all season. So so good for her. <coughs> Uh, Tatiana Maria lost from a set up to Stefanini. Great. Uh, Jilly Teichman, I don't even know if we're going to call this an upset or a top player out, but she lost in straights to Zhu Lin, 6-2, 6-2. Madison Keys beat Shin Yu Wang, 6-3, 6-2. Katie McNally lost to Katerina Kozlova Bandel, 6-1, 7-6. Magda Lynette beat Sharif, 7-5, 6-1. Uh, Potapova beat Sloane Stevens 7-6-6-4. Coco Goff 6-3-7-6 over Amarad Ukanu. Um, and here we go. Bihadad Maya lost 7-6-6-2 to Nuria Perizis Diaz. Um, that's, uh, that's one of the, one of the players that, uh, I, I like to label bad players. And her, Anisimova. Well, I shouldn't spoil. I shouldn't spoil. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. But yeah, be that my out. Here we go. I love this one. Daria Kasatkina lost 6-1, 6-1 to Vivi Grasheva. Vivi Grasheva? Uh, probably, like, what, like, really one of the worst, like, sort of uh, WTA tour level players in the world. Uh, and Kasatkina lost her 6-1, 6-1. Shuai Zhang beat uh, Patricia Maria Tsig 6-1-4-6-6-love. Kostyuk beat Gadecki 6-2-6-1. Rabakina looked really good, beat Kai Yuvan 6-2-6-1. Uh, probably match of the day that day and match of the tournament um, for the women's at least so far. Uh, Mukova from a setup, of course. 7-6-2-6-6-7. Uh, she lost. Um, so Collins Collins took that uh, after dropping the set seven first set seven six. Uh, she she won the next two sets six two seven six. Uh, ma match of the day, match of the tournament on the women's side so far. Uh, for a second round match, it's just hilarious. If you look at some other players' draw, uh, one of the themes that I talk about once we you know at the beginning of every major tournament is how on earth do all the shit yucky ugh, players that I shit on all the time, how do they always get the easiest draws? I mean, honestly, look at Kasatkina, like, she got Vivi Grasheva, and she lost to her. Like, 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 okay, like this case, like, yeah, she lost to her. But a lot of the time, they beat these players, and then make quarterfinals, semis, and that's how they, you know, end up getting their points, winning their titles. Um, you know, they make semis with a dog shit cakewalk of a of a draw and then they're like fresh and confident because every match they won was like 50 minutes long and they won like 6-1-6 love so they're oozing with confidence and and the players they meet in the semis are like tired they had to play like three top 10 players three setters for hours yeah that's that's how that happens um but like players like mukova collins mukova look at her draw Look at Mukova's like 
draw for rounds one and two and like this year last year and the year before that every slam and the thousand uh, wta 1000 tournament it's ridiculous and maria sakari first three matches this year at the australian open Yue Yuan, Diana Schneider, Zhu Lin. And that's not because, like, there was, like, a crazy upset. Like, like I feel like the best it would have been was Jilly Teichman instead of Zhu Lin. But that's it. Like, Diana Schneider and... Ugh. And she still really... <coughs> wow. Oh, excuse me. She still really could have lost to Diana Schneider. But I digress. What uh, The point that I'm trying to make here, Mukaba and Collins, um, halfway through the match, I realized, like, wow, these girls probably beat anyone that won and got through today. So, like, the loser of this match, which um, at the end was Kaya Mukuba, out of all the girls that won and progressed that day, like, for example, Kozlova, Bandel, Lynette, Potapova, Goff, Parises Diaz, Grasheva, Shuai Zhang, Kostyuk, maybe not Rabakina, Bernard De Pera, Vika, Madison Keys, Zulin, Stefanini, Krijikova, Buxa, Ostapenko, Sigmund, Bigo, Kalanina, Pegula, Sviontek, Zachary, maybe not Pegula, but definitely Sviontek and Zachary. Mukova beats all of these players, whereas Mukova is the one packing her shit, going home with a round two exit, whereas all these other players are on to round three. Uh, that's just how brutal it is. It would have been the same for Danielle Collins if she would have lost. Uh, brutal stuff, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, Shinwen Shang lost to Bernardo Pera. That's just uh, hilarious, I think. Uh, the three players that I sort of circled at the start of the year that I was really looking forward to fading this year. Shinwen Shang and Isimova. And be that Maya, and they're all out. They're all out. No, none of them prog uh, progressed further than the second round. Shin Wen Sheng, really bad. I, I think she was overrated very quickly, and I think it's not that she digressed, but she really was playing out of her mind in, in certain in moments of last year, and people sort of took that as her level. Or better yet, they thought that that's just a hint of what's to come. Uh, but I think now it's very, it's, uh, I think it's safe to say that that wasn't just like a little sneak peek of her potential. That really was maybe, probably, her absolute best, like for now at least. You know what I mean? And now obviously it's not that she's digressed, but it's a bit back down to earth playing at a more like human level for her, uh, for her standards. Um, but no, Shin Wen Sheng, I think she's a... Uh, a capable player with a lot of potential, but I think she's very incomplete. She's far from it. And the way she's being uh, uh, regarded, the way she's being talked about, the, the way sort of people perceive her and look at her as if she's some top 10 player or world beater. And uh, frankly, she's sort of kind of far from it. Very incomplete player. Raw. And then finally, Vika 616 Love against Podoroshka. Okay, now for the men's from that day, just really fast, super, super fast. Uh, center one in straights, Felix uh, won from two sets to love down. Uh, Rafa Nadal lost to Mackenzie McDonald in straights. Um, 
I'm not going to spend too much time on that one. I think it's just, you know. Uh, Tiafa won in straights. Uh, Khashinov won in four. Martin Fucevic is back. He, he beat Boyd Harrison four. Medvedev won in straights really easy. Um, yeah, Tsitsipas against uh, Rinki Hijakata, who was screaming and fist pumping hard as fuck. Uh, uh, Stefanos beat him 6 3, 6 love, 6 2. Um, yeah. Uh, pretty much it. Okay, now, yesterday, yesterday's matches, here we go. Sabalenka Arena. Sabalenka is currently the best player in the world. As far as results and performances go, Arena Sabalenka at the moment, there's no one better. Um, just to compare, like, I'm not going to compare her, like, with other people's draws. Like, I'm not going to say what they are. Uh, but Sabalenka's first two matches at the Australian Open, uh, Teresa Martinsova and Shelby Rogers. I, I know of a lot of players that would lose to those girls in rounds one and two. Okay. Um, and Sabalenka yesterday, I think, uh, honestly, was one of her weaker matches. Um, not really good on the forehand. Serving was uh, probably the only thing that was good. Uh, no rhythm. Uh, a lot of errors, or a lot more errors than uh, than usual for, for this year's standards. Uh, yet, she still won 6-3, 6-1. Uh, she was actually down a break in the first set, 3-1. And she was down 3-1. And then won 11 of the next 12 games. And that was at 6-3-6-1 over Shelby Rogers. Really good. Ekaterina Alexandrova acted funny in the first set against Taylor Townsend. Taylor Townsend took the first set 6-1. Alexandrova 6-2-6-3. Katie Volinets over Kudrometova. Um, Volinets, an American player that's on the rise. Now, one thing about Katie Volinets kind of like Clara Burel, Sarah Bezlik. A smaller girl, not a lot of power, uh, struggles against big hitters. Uh, I would say that she struggles against girls that hit bigger than her, but that's like a lot of people, but the big, big hitters, which I think Kudrymetova is on both sides, forehand and backhand. Um, you feel like she'd struggle, and also the experience, the occasion. Um, but for Volinets, no problem. Kudrymetova, um, I talk about it all the time, Kudrymetova struggles um, usually in pressure moments against big players, big names, big courts, big stages, big tournaments. Um, but this was Katie Volinets in the second round. Yikes. Like, she didn't wait till, like, the fourth round against, like, a top 40 player. She just... Okay. Elise Mertens, 6-4, 6-3 against Lauren Davis. Um, honestly... I'm so tired of Lauren Davis winning matches. I mean, good for her, but I mean, fuck, that's enough, man. Annette Contivate from a setup against Magdalenette. Um, she lost. Annette Contivate, man, I think her her biggest problem at the moment is consistency, maintaining her level, not from week to week and match to match, but even throughout the match. I think she struggled with. She doesn't have that full match readiness like like for her to 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 compete at a high level at the level that she uh once played at let's say like a year and a half ago she can't do that anymore like for a whole match and i think that at the moment is her biggest issue 
Like she looks good for bits, or like she look good one set, and then yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Loris Siegmund out of fucking nowhere. I honestly thought she retired last year, um, but here she is in the third round of the Aussie Open, beat Bigu from a set down, five seven seven five six three. Camilla Georgi, 6463. Uh, Anna Karolina Schmidlova, a four match win streak, you know, after qualies. Finally, she lost. Ludmilla Samsonova, her. Like, I'm sure you're sick of, like, yeah, she. The drugs that she, that she was taking. Like, I, I don't. Bro, I don't think it's a joke. I. I I'm. A hundred percent, like, I could see it on her face at the start of the year, literally first match of the year. Or I think it was Tokyo when I realized, which was after the US Open. Like, at the end of last year at Tokyo, which she which she did win, by the way, and was, like, still playing incredible in Tokyo. I, I could see it then. Like, she was on drugs. And now, no more. Loses to Donna Vekic. Who doesn't know it, but she is the face and the sp sponsor of this uh, podcast. Vekic1636 love. Linda Fruvitova through to the third round. A bit fortunate considering her opponents. She beats uh, Burrell, the Aussie wildcard who beat Kanepi in the first round. She beat her 6362. funny, funny match, funny scoreline. 6 love, 7 5 on Putin Sabo. This was a bit of a surprising result. Nuria Parizas Diaz, 6-3-6-2 against Potapova. Nuria Parizas Diaz quietly out of nowhere in the into the third round. Honestly, she's not a bad player. This was also a bit of a head scratcher. Uh, Zhang Shuai, 6-3-6-3 against Petra Martic. Yikes. Carol Garcia, 7-6-7-5 against Leila Fernandez. <laughs> Yikes. Vivi Grasheva's through to the third round. 6-1, 6-3, against Stefanini. Stefanini did better than Kasatkina. She won two more games than her. Stefanini. Lucrezia. Bencic, 7-6, 6-3 against Claire Lou. Not, not her best performance. Um, but yeah. Um... As far as Benchich goes, she is on that list, by the way, of top five players. Uh, I kind of forgot to talk about that list, but Sabalenka, she's there. Pagula. Benchich. Danielle Collins. And Rabakina. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Honestly, Caro Garcia and Iga Shantik right outside. Now... Today's, like, banger of a women's match in the night sesh was Vondrusova Jabor. The day before that was Mukova Collins. The contrast and quality and just consistency and, ju and just as a product, as far as the performance, the spectacle, the entertainment, the quality on court, huge difference. Uh, yesterday, Mukova Collins, both girls were amazing, incredible, played so good. They're so talented. They both deserve to win. I felt bad that one of them had to go home. Today, or yesterday, whatever, Vondrusova, Jabor, they were both really bad. 
Neither of them deserved to win, and I felt disgusted that one of them was going to go through. This was a match that went to three sets, but only took an hour and 41 minutes. Um, just to sort of put that in perspective, uh, Sabalenka Rogers, uh, Shelby, was 6-3, 6-1, and that took an hour and 27 minutes. So this one took only 14 minutes more and went to three sets. And if you go on at WTA Twitter, they'll make it seem like it was a, like a banger or something. This really, what this match felt like was just one really long set and both players just played really badly. That's what it felt like, really. Just one like super long set. Like you couldn't really tell like, oh, it's a new set, like momentum or you know what I mean? Like, like tactics change, like, nope, it's just one. It was one really long, like, long set of tennis. That And they were both really, really bad. Wondrusova and Uns Jabur. Uh, honestly, both were horrible. Uns Jabur gifted big time. I think hit 50, 50 unforced errors. Yeah. <sighs> really bad. Really bad fucking match. Tennis, man, it's a brutal sport as far as these draws go. I mean, there's obviously a shit ton of players that uh, Mukova, for example, deserves to be, you know, in the draw instead of, at this point, going into the third round. Um, but honestly, Vondrusova and Jabur, it would, it would, wouldn't it just be great to tell them both sorry? Like, I know, Vondrusova, you won here today, but you're going to have to go home. We're going to give your spot to Mukova. Or like, be like, okay, play her for the spot. You know what I mean? That'd be so cool, honestly. Okay, guys, we should all come together and make our own tennis tournament, and those will be the rules. And like, if any like shit player beats another really shit player in a match, and like two really good players face each other in the same round, the winner of the shit match featuring shit players will have to face the loser of the good match featuring two good players for that spot in the next round. I mean, it's it's only fair. It, it really is only fair. But yeah. And on the men's side today, uh, uh, Daniel Evans in straights. Uh, Fokina, of course, featured in a five-setter. Tommy Paul, of course, it was going to be a five-setter. Um, Tommy Paul won from... He won the first set, lost the next two, then won the last two. Casper <coughs> uh, Root is out. Uh, Netflix curse real? Hmm. Casper Root is out. Bertini is out. Uh, Kyrgios, Badosa, Tomjanovic didn't even pull up. Um, we'll get back to that list in a, in a few minutes. Uh, ben Shelton uh, won in three sets. Against Jerry, Rublev, four sets against Rusfori, cool. Uh, Diego Schwartzman lost in straights to JJ Wolf. Here we go. Alexi Popperin beat Taylor Fritz in five sets. Um, Tommy Paul, Tommy Paul. Taylor Fritz, kind of like Tommy Paul. Won the first set, lost the next two, but unlike... Um, Tommy Paul didn't win the next two, won the fourth one, and then lost the fifth one. Alexi Popperin, incredible. Uh, 
you guys should check out his on-court interviews actually uh pretty cool a lot of like the celebrations or like reactions on court after matches or wins like this are sometimes kind of bizarre or cringe or you know you feel like it's too performative but i think this one was really um sort of pure and inspirational and just like a beautiful moment on court alexi popperin uh incredible how about that netflix curse though taylor fritz also out that leaves felix ojeal yasim and remember he was two sets to love down against alex malkan and it leaves oh once jabour sorry forgive me also out netflix curse that leaves zachary and felix they need to go you we they gotta be next honestly don't tell anyone but those might be the the two worst in the whole show Um, Ugo and Bear kind of forgotten about. People sort of said, oh, he fell off. He's one of those youngsters, like, he's not going to see it through. Um, I know it's only do Dennis Kudla, but he did beat, um, what's his name? Gasquet in the first round, who's probably the same age as his dad. And honestly, I don't know, like, two, three years ago, I really, really, lo I loved Ugo and Bear. Um, he was like twenty, like uh, really young, but honestly, he was he was pretty pretty good. I don't know what happened, but hopefully one day he can return to that level and or maybe even take it even further. Michael Mo lost the first set to Sasha Zverev in a tiebreak, seven six, and then won the next three. That is an incredible results for michael mo um for zverev i mean i understand this is an upset but i think the expectations were not very high for zverev um obviously with his injury before his injury he was pretty great on the clay and then like during like the preseason like the united cup and or, like the exhibitions or whatever like he was like okay uh not not bad not good not great um but yeah Another disappointing Aussie Open for Sasha Zverev. I think last year lost to Shapovalov. That was a that was a good match actually. For Sh for Shapovalov, of course. Holger Runa beat Cressy in straights. Dimitrov beat Jair in straights. Uh, Roberto Batista Agut beat Holt from two sets down. Incredible. Benjamin Bonzi beat uh, Pavlito Carreño Busta from two sets down. Uh, Djokovic. Lost the second set to... I don't know how to say his name correctly. I mean, I've heard the British and Australian commentators trying to say this name, but what the fuck do they know about pronouncing non-English names? Like, the o like literally the only name they know how to pronounce correctly is Andy Murray. Because, I mean, that, that doesn't get any difficult for... for than, than Andy Murray. Or, like, Taylor Fritz. You know, like the the whitest of names possible, like that. That's you know, that's their Ben Shelton, beautiful. You know, Tommy. Oh, here, here. This is the best one. Tommy Paul, incredible. But anyway, sorry, I digress. It's either Quaco or Coco. Quaco. 
Koakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoakoako
uh, 7-3, thought it was match point, thought she'd won it for, forgot that it was to 10 points. <sighs> well, after the seventh time I heard it, I just started watching the matches on mute. I mean, forgive me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm watching the tennis to have fun. You know what I mean? And, and 80% of the time, the commentators fucking ruin it with their, with their charming character and personalities but anyway if these guys can do like a Emirato Kano or Leila Fernandez probably a Leila Fernandez make it all the way and then lose like people will eat, eat them up and talk about them for years um, or at least for the rest of the year until they start sucking dick <coughs> alright so um, back to tennis let's get serious and, and focus once again so we're into the third round today uh, tomorrow is day five, the top half of both the men and women's draws. Um, those th third round matches are going to take place today. Day six, the rest of the third round matches. There are 32 players left in each draw. Here are the 32 women. Iga Świątek, Christina Buxa. The winner will face either Rybakina or Collins. Like, look at, look at, look at girl like Danielle Collins. These are her first four matches at the Aussie Open. Kalinskaya, Mukova, Rybakina, potentially Iga. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's as tough as it gets. Why does, why do girls like her always have so much, like, like nothing is easy for them. Nothing ever comes easy for them. At all. And by the way, if it was Mukova, like this would be Mukova's draw. Like Mukova, she'd go Danielle Collins, Rabakina Iga as well. Like why do these girls like and and Mukova struggled with injuries. Danielle Collins struggled with injuries. Like like why is it the like I'm sorry, but like what? I don't wish injury on anyone. But like why can't? Well, like, why can't Igor or Sakri get injured? And I can stand. Okay, if someone has to get injured, why can't it be? That is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I definitely don't pray that Igor gets injured or something bad happens to her. I would never, ever wish that on anyone. But of course, it's part of the game and it happens, right? Like, injuries. Like, I mean, ask Mukova, ask, ask, ask any athlete, really. I mean, injury is part of the game. It happens all the time. It's unfortunate. We hate to see it. Like, why can't it happen to Zachary or Bedosa or something? Or Iga? Or Kasatkina or Leila Fernandez? Kero Garcia? Why are they always... You know what I mean? Why is it always Mukova with the injuries? Why is it always Daniel Collins with the injuries? Why is it always Mukova with the tough draw? Why is it always Daniel Collins with the tough draw? Why is it always Zachary that's fully fit her fucking rip? hamster body looking ass with Yue Yuan and Diana Schneider and Zhu Lin for her first three matches whereas fucking Danielle Collins is fighting for her life and she makes it through her fourth round award Iga Świątek whoa like how does this happen anyway I digress back to the draw <coughs> Well, hang on a minute, Safe. You say Christina Buxa is the devil. And after she loses the first set, the devil takes over and her body turns to Maria Sharapova. 
Well, if that's true, then, like, shouldn't she beat Ego? Well, you're very naive. Obviously, the supplies... You know, Christina Books are transforming the supplies. You know, when she plays someone like Andrescu, who's... You know, poor Andrescu struggling for form, but once it's Iga, she feels... Like, look, this is not... Let's not be naive or silly or ridiculous. As soon as Buxa faces someone like Fiontek, she's gonna go back to playing, like, like the shit fucking no-name that she is. She's gonna go back to being, uh, you know, her 125k challenger level. You know, she's gonna go back to being Christina Buxa. Not a, not a devil, not the devil, not Maria Sharapova. Of course, uh, how or why, safe how does that even work? Like, like, why is that gonna happen? That's just how it is. That's just how it is. As, 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 wow. That's just, that's just how it is. And as soon as she faces Iga Shiontek, that's a lot of S's and shush, shush. And, okay, but as soon as she faces Iga Shiontek, forget about everything you saw about Buxa. She's going to put in the worst hour, hour and a half uh, of tennis you've seen from her, like, ever. Just wait for it. And then, of course, Iga Fiontek is going to go into the fourth round, having only played 57 minutes in the previous round. Super fresh, 6-1, 6-2 over Buxo. And I'm sure Rebecca and Collins are going to be fighting for their lives. And then they'll get a fully fresh with uh, Iga that's ready to snowball. With momentum, confidence, uh, no fatigue. I, I, I'm so sick of this. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm actually, I'm actually tired. Anyway. And this is Ostapenko's little section. So this is Ostapenko's path to a quarterfinal. For Rabakina, it's, for Rabakina or Collins, it's, you know, one of the, like, Rabakina and Collins, the winner, gets Iga. That's their path to the quarterfinal. For Ostapenko, her path here in the third round, Kozlova Bengal, and then either Bernardo Pera or Coco Goff. If she can beat Bengal and either Pera or Goff, she's in the quarterfinal. She better not mess that up, Ostapenko. Pera and Goff, I don't care who wins. But if, I mean, if Ostapenko doesn't beat Kozlova Bengal, she probably won't, by the way, so Coco Goff gets an even easier path. I mean, look at this. Wouldn't this be beautiful? Coco Goff <coughs> uh, avoided Shinwen Shang. Bernardo Parabater. Yes, Shinwen Shang is really bad and we don't like her. But if we're comparing her to Bernardo Pera and Coco Goff, then she's fucking Serena Williams compared to those names. Um, I mean, Coco Goff versus Bernardo Pera. That's a, that's a blessing for Coco Goff. And then she beat, and then Kokogov will beat Para, and then it's Kokogov in the fourth round. Could have been Ostapenko, but instead it's Katarina Kozlova Bengal. Now I don't want Ostapenko to win, so Koko, like, just so Kokogov doesn't have an easy match in the fourth round. I actually want Ostapenko to make it through this section altogether, uh, just in case it's Iga that makes it out of the top section. It'll be an Ostapenko Eagle quarterfinal, and mm, 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 that would that would be. Now that's a tennis match right there. Eagle, by the way, uh, 
has never beaten Ostapenko in three tries. Yes, sir. That's tonight. Ostapenko Kozlova Bengal. I swear if she if she fluffs this. And not only she's letting Coco Goff off the hook, she's letting Ego off the hook. And most importantly, she's just letting herself down, honestly, because this is an easy path for her to make the quarterfinal and, and, and beyond, potentially. And the second quarter, Pegula Kostchuk. I was there for their match in Cincy. Pagula won. It was a pretty close match. Honestly, really good level. Both of these girls are so fast on court. Um, their movement is excellent. Their court coverage is excellent. And this feel like it's going to be a really physical sort of battle on the court. Uh, however, having said that, uh, I think Pagula is clear. But I think it will be close. But this is a good match for Pagula because it's not the toughest player in the world. But it's a decent-ish player that she can definitely beat. That she should beat. And she will probably beat. Um, but it's a good enough test to sort of keep her level up. Uh, you know, get some momentum. Get You know, let, let the confidence build. It's a, a, a perfect match for her, let's say. Uh, Krejikova, Barbora versus... The undisputed best player of all time, Annalena Kalanina. Now, I don't care what happens here. I just hope that Jesse Pagula wins, and she should. And then beats uh, one of these two. Okay. And that's how Pagula can make a quarterfinal. Has to beat Kostchik tonight. And then either Krejikova or Kalanina. Not the easiest in the world, but definitely doable. And if she comes through, I'm sure she'll be, you know, feeling great, confident, and yeah. In the bottom section of that quarter, Keys, Madison Keys, Vika, really good match. Versus Zulin, Sakari, really ugly match. Amazing how that worked out, huh? So really, uh... What we have here is Kiza Zarenka, whoever wins, that's straight to the quarterfinal for them. Uh, so it's like a buy one, get one. I know it's a third round match, Kiz Azarenka. Uh, but whoever wins, not only it's a fourth round for you, but you're in the quarters as well. That's an amazing deal. So there's sort of a lot riding uh, on the line here. If Sakri makes this out, uh, makes... If Zachary makes it out of this section, then I'm sick. But I'll tell you how or why it, it could happen. Because, of course, Zulin. Zachary's going to win today, 6-1, 6-2. Keys and Azarenka are going to go to war. Three hours and a half. Like a 5-7, 7-6, 4 kind of match. <sighs> I'm so tired, man. I'm actually so tired. So anyway, as it looks like, potential quarterfinal then for the second quarter, probably Pagula versus either Keys or Vika. I'm gonna say Vika. So so far in the top in the top half, our two quarterfinals are let's call it Igish Fiontek Ostapenko 
and let's call it Jesse Pagula Vika. Okay? Now, all of that, those third round matches are going to be today. Um, now, let's look at the bottom half, what that sort of, what that draw is saying. So, in the third quarter, in the top section, we have Vivi Grosheva versus Pliskova. Now, this is, this is really working out for Pliskova. That, that's a good match for Pliskova. Not a good match as in it's a good test, but that's... That's a free win for you, Pliskova, and and hopefully that can help her get it get it going a little bit, right? And if she wins in the fourth round for a spot in the quarterfinal, she'll face either Zheng Shuai, the Zhangbanger, or Katie Volinets. Uh, that's that's very good news for Pliskova. That's very good news for Pliskova. Uh, Pliskova. Real chance right here of making um, the quarterfinal. I remember when we looked at the draw, it came out at the beginning of the tournament. This third quarter, so fucking weak. So weak. Now in the bottom section of this quarter, Lynette Alexandrova you know, honestly, it's, uh, that's, r if I'm being completely honest, that's really close to a 50-50 game. Although the lines are probably not going to agree with me. They're going to favor Alexandrova by quite a bit. But I think it's, I'd say it's 55 Alexandrova, 45 Lynette. But I still think the lines are going to be much more lopsided than that. And then Caro Garcia has Laura Siegmund. Laura Siegmund, who is having an inc incredible comeback after nearly retiring like two years ago, is in the third round against Caro Garcia. Now, all of a sudden, Laura Siegmund is going to go back to being a washed-up ancient German woman uh, and, and, and play a stinker of a match against Caro Garcia. Why? Because that's, that's just how it is. That's just how it works. Okay. Like, like, we know what's going to happen. You know what's coming. So, like, might as well just say it. It's no secret. You know? Um, don't be naive and say, well, actually, look. I mean, I know Carol Garcia is uh, in fine form herself. Yeah, she won uh, Cincinnati in WTA Finals in, in Fort Worth, Texas. And, uh, yeah, she, um, you know, made the US Open semifinal. And, uh... You know, she's playing really well, but, like, don't get ahead of yourself here. I mean, Laura Sigmund's playing some really good tennis. Don't be naive and say that shit. Kara Garcia, it's not that she's going to be too good for Laura Sigmund. It's that Laura Sigmund, after all this that she did, is going to, after all that, to get here, you know, playing really ins inspired tennis. After all that, now that she's here and it's Kara Garcia, she's going to put in a stinker. Huh? A lot like what Christina Buxa is going to do uh, today on her five-match win streak from Qualies. That's exactly what she's going to do today against Iga Svantec. All that to get here. And now that she's here, she's going to, you know what I mean? Again, don't be that person like, I know it's Iga Svantec. And I know she's like the best player ever. And she's, you know, the clear number one contender. Uh, but this girl, Christina Buxa, won five matches. 
don't 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 be naive like that. Christina Buxa is not gonna win shit, and it's not cause Iga's incredible. It's cause now after all of this that Christina Buxa did in her last five matches to get here, she's gonna put in a stinker. Huh? Don't get it twisted. And honestly, it's not that complicated. It, it's just a pattern. Honestly, it's like I've read the script. You can say that. I've seen this movie way too many times. But anyway, Caro Garcia, most likely the one to get out of this uh, little section and make a quarterfinal. Unless uh, Lynette or Alexandrova have something to say about it. Who's it going to be from those two? Honestly, uh, either one. I think, honestly, it's really close uh, to call. Magdalenette actually not playing that bad. And Alexandrova not that great. And honestly, that low-key might be a really good match. Lynette, Alexandrova. Uh, winner will get Caro uh, Garcia in the fourth for a spot in the quarters. But whoever wins and faces Caro Garcia... I unfortunately don't think they're going to be the ones making it through. Okay. Now, Sabalenka versus Elise Mertens. Elise Mertens and Sabalenka together here two years ago. Um, they won the doubles together. And they were really good friends. Sabalenka made it to world number two in the doubles. Uh, sorry, world number one in the doubles. Elise Mertens, world number two. Um... And then Sabalenka, during the 2021 season, was on fucking fire in Madrid. And on the way to winning the title in Madrid, she beat Barty in the final in three sets. Um, she absolutely, like, I, I can't, I don't know what the word is. She destroyed Elise Mertens to the point where I guarantee you, like, I'm willing to to bet my life on it she Elise Mertens retired due to, to due to injury I can bet my life on it that Elise Mertens was not injured she was just uh, she was just getting battered man it was it was her pride that was hurting not not a, not her leg or whatever you know and since then uh, they've never played doubles uh, together again actually since then I don't really think Sabalenka played doubles. Well, not for real anyway. Just like some... Like some bullshit one at the start of this year. Just for some extra match time. Or like for shits and gigs with Paula Badosa. In some tournament last year. When they were both... Uh, like amongst the worst players in the world. It's like... Ah, we're so bad. Let's get some extra matches in doubles. It's probably what Badosa sounds like. Or Sabalenka. I don't know. Um... But yeah, Sabalenka returns again. Um, Sabalenka is gonna kill her, like, like kill her. I think. Uh, that's not tonight. That's tomorrow. But Sabalenka's on fire. Sabalenka's gonna beat everyone. Uh, they've met each other eight times. Sabalenka returns. Uh, Sabalenka's won six of them. Uh, so uh, I think they're very familiar with one another. Obviously played together for a while. Won a slam together here at the Aussie Open. Um. But the last couple meetings, Sabalenka 6-4-6-1. The one in Madrid that I'm telling you about, 6-1-4-love. Elise Mertens retired. 7-5-6-2 Sabalenka. 6-4-6-3 Sabalenka. 2019, 6-4-3-6-7-5 Sabalenka. 2018, 
they played three times, and uh, Mertens won two of those. But now, I think Sabalenka is gonna eat her. I'm actually like I haven't done this, but I'm ready to bet a Sabalenka minus six and a half. Now this is where the draw gets good. Georgie Bencic. Now that's a hell of a third round match, honestly. And the winner got Sabalenka. I mean, there's levels to this shit. Sabalenka is gonna win this tournament, and her draw is gonna be Martinsova, Shelby Rogers, Elise Mertens, Belinda Bencic, and that's all before the quarterfinal. Okay, like, like, do you understand that? There are levels to this shit. And every single player that Sabalenka beat to get to the quarterfinal, which would be Martinsova, Shelby Rogers, Elise Mertens, Belinda Bencic, all of those girls would beat Zachary, and everyone that the players that Zachary faced beat to get there. Just think about that. Rewind it and write it down. Fuck you, Maria Zachary. I'm tired of your shit. But anyway, Sabalenka Mertens or Mertens, or whatever, Elise. That's gonna be really good, and winner gets Georgie Bencic. I just wanna say, Sabalenka, like, I'm super proud if she really does go all the way and win it. There is nothing you can say about her draw. There is nothing you can say about anyone. Uh, I'm sure, like, I, I, the only thing that I wish doesn't happen is that oh well like Iga lost like in the semis like she didn't get to face Iga like I want her to make the final and beat Iga in the final like I want that shit so bad like honestly I'll be pissed if Iga loses cause then Sabalenka won the title was like she, like she never beat Iga well like she beat whoever beat Iga or she beat whoever got beat by the girl who beat Iga. I'm coming for your neck. Okay, now in the last section. Uh, this is really funny and kind of interesting. Or it's it's interesting and actually kind of funny. Uh, so here we go. Nuria Prizes Diaz. Donna Vekic. That's a third round match. Honestly, who's going to win? I feel like both of these players, the way their matches have been going. And just like the kind of players that they are. It's like a anything can fucking happen match. Nuria Prezes Diaz, Donna Vekic, who's gonna win? I don't fucking know. Anything can happen. Linda Fruvitova, Marketa Vondrusova, the way Vondrusova matches have been, and just, you know, just her being, you know, someone who's sort of coming back from injury. And Linda Fruvitova, it's like, you know, I'm a, I'm a 17 year old girl, like, I'm, I'm kind of new here. I've never really been here before. It's, uh, who's gonna win this? I don't fucking know. Anything can, can happen. This entire little section. As anything can fucking happen. There's four of them. Nuria Prezes Diaz, Donna Vekic, Linda Fruvitova, Marketa Vondrusova. One of them, I honestly have no idea who, is going to make the quarterfinal. And they're going to play against Sabalenka. Yep. Now that's it. That's the draw. That's what we have so far for the women. Uh, in two days' time, we're going to be even closer. We're going to be on to the fourth round. But I feel like right now, I can tell you exactly what that's going to look like. Except for this final section. The, the, I don't fucking know anything can fucking happen section. 
But as far as everything else, as we said in the top half of the draw, I'm saying Iga Ostapenko quarterfinal and the other uh, quarterfinal from the top half of the draw. Oh, sorry, I, I, I jumped to quarterfinals. Let me just do fourth rounds uh, first. Oh, I'm going to have to make a call between Rebecca and Collins. Okay, how about we just skip that? Okay, well, we'll, we'll come back to that. Okay, we'll come back to that. The men's draw, honestly, I, I, I had a little peek. You know, it's not worth discussing because there are still names like McDonald, Nishioka, Korda, Griekspor, Fuchovic, Lehechka, Sirondulo, Felix Ogeliasim. Some really bad players left. Ben Bamaas, Benjamin Bonzi, Demon, Popurin, Shelton, JJ Wolf. Michael Moe, Tommy Paul, Jensen. There are some really bad players left in the draw that I really just don't I don't want to talk about at all. Um, so hopefully when when that problem sort of clears up and, and, and these bad players fuck off, uh, we can really uh, have a look, discuss it, break it down and, and dissect it. Okay. Okay, so for today, today's matches, first up, Kalanino. Uh, Annalino, Kalanino, best player in the world, versus Barbora Krejcikova. Now, getting the best player in the world, like regardless of who she's playing, at plus one thirty for me, it's it's kind of a gift, right? I mean, she isn't that tempting. But in all seriousness, no. I mean, if you beat Kvitova in straights at a slam, I think you can. Also beat Krejcikova, but I'm not going to bet this, I'm not going to bet Kalanina, I'm not going to fade her either, I've had enough. But honestly, gun to my head, I'd, I'd take Kalanina plus 130. Honestly. Jesse Pegula versus Martha Kostyuk, now. They're one and only meeting in Cincy. Uh, Pegula won from s from a set down. Uh, Kostyuk took the first set 7-6. And then the rest of the way, Pegula 6-1, 6-2. Now that kind of plays into both. Like the Pegula, let's say, minus 4.5 and, and also the over. Um, but we gotta pick one. There's no way we can sort of agree on both or bet both and expect you know something similar there's no way we're that fucking lucky to win two two sort of contradicting bets in the same match fuck no we're not that lucky are you kidding me i think it's gonna be a close game so i i really want to say either Kostya games or the over and i'm gonna have to come back and, and let you know because this is a bit of a tricky one, I think. Rabakana Collins, they met in Adelaide. Rabakana covered the minus two and a half in three sets. I'm gonna do it again, and I think she does it in, in, in two sets. Rabakana. Uh, I think minus two and a half for even money is really good. And I think Rabakana in straights is also a decent shout. Plus 150. Kozlova, Bandel, Ostapenko. Honestly, I've had enough. I mean, really, Ostapenko should kill this girl. Really, truly. 
but she's just been acting funny she's not focused and it, she really truly is in anything can happen mode so like whatever bet you make on this like you're not truly informed I fear having said that I don't think Ostapenko can lose so like minus 250 is kind of low Stepenko in straights? What? That's minus 105? Yeah, I, kn I know what we're betting there. Okay. Bernardo Pera, Coco Goff, forget about it. Uh, Christina Buxa is plus 7.5 against Iga. Ego's gonna cover the seven and a half. I'm just so sure of it. I'm be I'm I'm so betting that. I'm so betting that. Vika minus one thirty, yes sir. Vika minus one thirty, yes sir. Vika owns keys. God, Vika minus one thirty. Oh my God. Lastly, Zulin plus five hundred against Zachary. Just I'm I'm not even gonna bother. This is. Uh, in a good way, I'm glad this is the last match of the day, but on the contrary, we've been treated to some incredible matches as, you know, the last matches of the day, so like, what the fuck, you know, um, so really, like, like this, yeah, oh, uh, fuck that, truly, um, yeah, oh my god, I realized I didn't talk about Andy Murray coconut. Wow, I realized I didn't talk about Andy Murray and Kokinakis. Holy shit. Uh, Kokinakis, Netflix curse, by the way. And... Honestly, Andy Murray's incredible. And when he did, it was incredible. That match ended at like 4.30. And we had that to watch like for 5 hours and 45 minutes. And yeah, it just made me think like tomorrow, like... At the night session, like, Zachary Zulin... Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what happened? Like, why not Rebecca Collins? Or, like, Vika Keys? Like, why? Pagula Co Like, how could- How could you- How could you fuck that up so bad? Anyways, that'll be that for today. Getting closer and closer day by day. I feel like every time there's a big tennis tournament or a slam in particular, like I feel like I'm a part of it. Like I get nervous, at, like for the players. You know what I mean? Like, like I I really truly can't imagine like the the amount of stress and pressure like like these players have to deal with. Like I'm here talking about like Jesse Pagula, like like playing a tennis match. Like I'm stressed for her. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not even gonna like leave my house tomorrow. I'm not even gonna like touch a tennis ball tomorrow. I'm not gonna pick up a racket. Incredible, truly incredible. This has been the Safe Space. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, best of luck to us. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>